I really wanted to get this particular episode out. I don't understand why I am having some difficulties. Um, I've tried troubleshooting and I hope this one gets recorded fully. But that's not what we're going to talk about today. Since it's already, let me see, um, the last part of our dating series, why not have some tips and tricks in dating? My name is Lee and this is Decapitated Thoughts. Okay, it seems like nobody wants me to finish this episode. First, um, I've been trying to record this since Monday or since the weekend, but I kept on running into different technical issues. Um, Some of them would get recorded, some of them wouldn't. I tried to record it on uh, on the PC recorder and it's just so noisy. And then, you know, people would just come up and (sighs) ask me questions. So, with all of that aside, I'm hoping that I will get to record this without interruption and with everything getting recorded. So, you know, whenever I watch those tech videos or tech series for technology tools that I use for work or for personal consumption usually they end up with a tips and tricks section it's either one whole episode or at the end of the whole video they would have a section for just the tips and tricks and so i thought it would be a nice way to close out the dating portion of this particular series that we have Um, if we would close it out with some tips and tricks. And so I did a little bit of uh, research. I consolidated everything. And I was was so game. Like, yeah, let's do this. And then I realized before I did the very, very first recording for this episode, there's just a little bit of a problem. What is it, Lee? Well, stranger... I am not a very successful dater. In fact, I'm a very awkward person. And so I think, no, I don't think, I know that the reason why anything virtual works for me better is because I'm really awkward, especially if this is the first time that I'm going to go out with a person. Whether we have been friends um, for a long time or not, if I didn't get the notice prior to that that we're already dating, the very first date would be very awkward for me. So I know the ways how to screw them up. So um, that sort of gives me the authority to give you some tips because I know how to make it really bad. So listen up. Anyway... The tricks are within the tips. And so let's get on to our very first tip. The very first tip that I have listed, I only have three anyway, is to know exactly what you want. No, no, not the kind that um, that you would see yourself being, being married to this person type of what you want. Okay, not like that. Just just at the stage, know what you want. Understand yourself and understand your needs. Why do you feel the need to go 
and date right now why why do you need why do you feel like uh, you want to be with someone is it just really because you just want to be with someone or are you just looking for a hookup one night stand why are you out there understand that okay if, if you know that if you understand that it would be easier for the other people to really decide whether i want to go out with you or not and then for you it would be easier to move on to the next person who would have the same um, needs and wants as of this time it's also very important to understand yourself and your needs because they and this is the trick they would give you an idea of your negotiables and your non-negotiables we you know we agree at some points what are red flags for us but we would have we would be tagging different traits and different attitudes as red flags and same thing with physicality um somebody would be handsome for me might not be someone who's handsome for you right but i know for a fact for myself one of my non-negotiables and call me shallow call me whatever you want judge me all you want i don't really care because i've accepted this as my reality and as part of my story as part of myself i i really look at looks i'm very visual so physical really does it for me in particular eyebrows and eyes very very particular so there i also have non-negotiables which are not physical like for example i usually get bored with someone who would only be talking and asking about sex like sure you can't really wait until we get to that part okay or is that really just what you think about eh. okay and i i can already decide whether we should go on or not with those kinds of conversations unless i really like that person i'd probably be forgiving at some point so also i my my the number one non-negotiable for me right now is when i talk to that person do i feel alone or not if i feel alone while they talk then i probably wouldn't want to see that person again and i learned that from past relationships so you can look at your past relationships and this is how you learn from them and you pick out some of the patterns what made them stay what did what made them not stay why are uh, why why do you consider that relationship successful or that dating successful or not successful it can give you a lot of information and you can uh, pick out uncertain things that could have been an, a highlight and that's where you would really understand what are the things that you need what are your non-negotiables and as you do that as you come through those another trick is to list down and i would really say this please list down your unrealistic expectations from your realistic expectations now what are unrealistic expectations obviously these are things that are not easily achievable by the other person if control is one of them or if there's a 
if there is control in any of the scenarios that are running in your head, that might be a very big unrealistic expectation. And in the long run, that also might be your own red flag, uh, which is mine for a very long time, honestly. I, I just can't. I, I have to control certain portions of the relationship, which is really, really bad. And I had to learn from experience that that doesn't really work. Maybe for some people because they have a more submissive personality, but not for everybody. And even if they have a more submissive personality, they would also try to fight back because you can only suggest as much. All right, not that I'm not that I'm wishing that they were more submissive to me. No, not really, but yeah. So these are the things that can give you an idea what are your realistic and unrealistic expectation. And as of now, try to remove your or try to move on from your unrealistic expectations because it's just hard. If you're thinking of big grand romantic gestures then that might be part of your unrealistic expectations if you're thinking of um some uh, of, of dating someone who always has an umbrella and when it rains they'd open up the umbrella for you that can be realistic if you you know, if you already set expectations on the onset or try to know the person a little better, maybe or maybe not. But still, even if they bring the umbrella, it's not a guarantee that they'd open up, they, they'd open it up for you. Okay, so just go ahead and list all of those. Try to really understand yourself as much as you can and try to understand what you need. Tip number two would be be prepared for rejection. Okay, I think that any soldier that goes to war understands that that there is a possibility that they might get hit by a bullet. And that's the reason why they would feel the need to understand all the defensive tactics that they have. Does that make sense? Um, cancer patients, they go through all the treatments that are available to them because... It's either they want to get cured or they just want to be comfortable while they're going through their illness. I'm not saying that you should you should expect that there is rejection. No, just be prepared for it. And this is why I said in the past episodes that um, we don't talk so much about breakups and rejection. And when it happens, it... it it's it would really hurt because number one we don't want to talk about it to other people because we feel like um uh people would judge us if we talk about rejection maybe maybe breakup sure we talk about it to our friends but usually with rejection we go through it alone because we don't want them to know or we don't want people to think that we're shallow that you've only spoken for this person uh what am i saying that you've spoken to this person for just um three days and and um and you feel really bad now that he or she's gone suddenly disappeared and honestly i'm one of the people who would have judged you at that time but then 
after really reading more about rejection, what it does to the brain and how one person really goes through the whole process of getting rejected, I, I realized that um, it, it's not that simple. That sure, maybe it's it wasn't an actual attachment that they felt for the person, but it's just really the feeling of somebody pulling out on you. Not in that kind of pulling out but you know but you know like somebody just slamming the door in your face right um and it it wasn't yeah it's not really a really nice feeling but understand that there would be rejection especially when you're out dating there will be rejection because as they get to know you you might be the person that they're looking for or not and be happy that they know what they need and that they know what they want and it's not you because it means that you can still find that person who would who would be able to uh complement uh the needs and the wants that you may have now um, a lot of people, when I tell them this, they would say that, you know, I, it's nice that you're consoling me and whatnot. I'm not consoling you. It's actually reality. It's real. Um, always remember, and this is a trick, it's okay if they don't like you back. It isn't such a crime if somebody doesn't love you back from Avenue Q's A Fine, Fine Line. Yes, I remember the title now. It's okay if they don't like you back. It just means that you are saved from a possible heartache, heartbreak in the future. And that's okay. And it's it's not looking for a silver lining. Think about it. It's, it's not even the upside to it. It's really just a reality. It's just that plain and simple. It's a fact of life that um, if, if uh, they... they did not take the chance with you it means that you have a chance with somebody else it's just like lottery why is it so easy for us to see that chance when we're buying lottery tickets and not when we are talking about relationships or dating okay another thing is another trick is dating apps they aren't magic portals to relationships You'll get rejected a lot of times in dating apps. And truth be told, people are rejecting you in dating apps. You just don't know it because when they swipe left, you'll, you're not going to get notified that somebody swiped left on you, right? Uh, but you don't really care about those people who would swipe left. You would only care about those people who would have swiped right on you and matched with you. So don't think that dating apps would be magic portals. Honestly, dating apps would be a really nice way to meet new people. It's also a really nice way to meet jerks. There are a ton of jerks out there. Not just men, but also women. If you're thinking that that's gender biased, no. It goes both ways. And so when you're there... Do not think, this is a trick, do not think that everyone you meet is somebody that you'll marry or, or is the one, okay? 
uh, we'll meet a lot of people in our lifetime and you know really pinpointing who is the one is a little bit tricky uh, not a little bit it's really really tricky it doesn't have a timeline and nobody can give you a guideline whether this person is the one or not I I am not a very romantic person but I do believe that you'll know you'll know based from your own values and your preferences that that person is the one and you'd probably be falling in love with this person but it doesn't always end up just like in the movie that they would be feeling the same for you and so you have to think about that that even if you feel like this person is the one there would still be rejection there and it's not the end of the world um this is why we should talk more about what it feels like being rejected and what it feels like being in a breakup. And when we talk about it, we have to be really, really honest with ourselves what we are going through and what we are feeling. Because that would help us to prepare uh, for other things, for other rejections in the future. And not only that, when you give out advices, you can look back at your own Um, experiences without any bias if you know and if you've embraced the reality that there would be rejection in dating or in life in general okay all right now my last tip would be know what you bring to the table so we said on our first tip that we have to understand ourselves and our needs but now it's know what you bring to the table Dating is just really like selling. It's marketing. But now your product is you. And if you feel cheap about it, don't. Because that's really how you do it. Um, I don't know why people would sign up in dating apps and wouldn't put up their own picture. That's just like going onto Amazon and looking for a product and... (laughs) the seller would be uploading a picture that isn't the product and then when you receive it it's totally different now it sounds funny but it's really irritating and that's the truth and I I don't okay maybe maybe there's a point that some people would not put their picture because they want to know if people read would read their profile um I don't think dating apps would be the best way to do a test of character sorry not sorry but i don't think it's the best platform for testing a character if you want to do that create a a psych evaluation test put it online with names and whatever and you know start gathering their information and calling them one by one but i don't think the dating dating apps would be a very good platform for that some dating apps would give you like questionnaires and stuff and i think that's that's fine you can use that but don't come up with your own test of character you can do that later on and be mean to the other person once you know that they like you right so know what you bring to the table that is very very important remove all your baggages anything that you're bringing with you um just remove it 
Right. How do you remove that? It's easier said than done, Lee. Oh, come on, stranger. It's not. Well, it is. Actually, it is. I'm so sorry. It is easier said than done. But one trick in doing so is to understand the things that makes you lovable. What makes you lovable? List it down. And this is not just for a, this is not just a feel good um, exercise. You know, think of when you when a product is going out in the market and people are listing out the best features of this product. It's the same thing. And they say love your own. So if you can love these products that you're selling to other people, and we sell products to other people informally all the time. Like when you have your new phone and you tell you brag, you tell your friends why your new phone is the best phone out in the market. That's already selling. And that's even free advertising for something that won't give you a love life. Well, it can give you a love life through the dating apps, but you know what I mean, right? So now you have the opportunity to do that for yourself. So look for all the good things about you. So what about the bad things about me? Of course, don't undermine them. They're also important. And they would be part of your setting of expectation. Like, I'm still working on these kinds of things in my life. and but, But right now, these are my strengths. You know, and you can even use this trick when you're doing a job interview, but <laughs> if you know what I'm talking about. So, um, list it out, put it out there, let other people know, let the other person know, let the person that you're dating know what makes you lovable and what, what makes you the best person for this person to be with at this point in time. Always think, and this is also a trick, what impact you may have to the other person. What if I suddenly go away and I ghost this person? What would they feel? And another trick is to know your own love language. There are some of us who would be gift givers. Some of us would demand time. Some of us would be physical people. Know your love language. I I would say when I was younger, I lived by one code, but I realized now that I'm older, I don't just live by one code. But there's one code that I live by that I think I would, I would carry it until, until I'm really, really old. And that is, I cannot ask for what I cannot give. So if I cannot give you time... I don't have the right to ask it. And I know it sounds it sounds controlling. Uh, I told you it's my red flag. Um, it sounds controlling and it sounds really uh, demeaning to myself. But it's not. And it's not even control. It's me being just and me being fair. That's how I see being fair. If, if I cannot give you physical touch... I don't have the right to ask you for physical touch. If I can't give you time to talk on the phone, I can't also ask that. It is an unrealistic expectation when I try to impose that to other people. 
And so what I do is I adjust my lenses, which is really, really important. And so I try to understand what are the things or what's the best way that this person can love me? Because we only love other people the best way we can. And that's true. And that's reality. It cannot go anywhere further than we can. And when people tell you like, Oh, you know what? He walked a hundred miles for me. He must love me that much. Yeah, because he can. That's the kind of love that he can give. But he can't really imagine anything that he can give more than what he can. Believe me. So if our love language does not is not the same, I think it would be hard because you might be you might be waiting for physical manifestations of love and I'm waiting for the time that you spend with me that's already miscommunication right there that's already gonna make or break whatever we're having right now or maybe my love language is gift giving so I shower you with a lot of gifts but but you're not that kind of person maybe you're the type who would rather Uh, sit down and and stare at one person and and you're happier with that or maybe you like going out with uh, you like going out in groups and I don't like going out in groups I want just to be with you Uh, these kinds of things are very very important because that's where your miscommunication would already start not because there really is a miscommunication it's just really because you're not the same or you're not on the same page when it comes to these things so you have to understand that and you have to understand what your own love language is and so that when time comes both of you can adjust your lenses to each other's love languages all right well i said that there's only three tips but i have one last tip for you And that is throw out your list and just really enjoy. Put all of these things at the back of your head and start enjoying dating. But of course, it's always nice to know yourself and understand yourself to know what you want. It's always good to be prepared for any type of rejection at any time. And you would enjoy more if you understand what you bring to the table and what really makes you lovable. Because in that light, you know what, what you're offering and what you're not offering. And so you would enjoy more. You would be able to have fun more. These are not rules. These are just things to ground you to reality. I know a lot of people would tell me reality isn't fun. But reality is practical and reality can make you grow. Believe it or not, daydreams can be dream killers because they become unrealistic expectations. And when they are not met, you feel traumatized, you feel bad about it, and you spiral down. All right. Well, stranger, I hope you picked out something from this conversation and i would see you on the next episode hopefully back on a tuesday 
thank you so much for waiting for this episode uh, let's talk more if you have any comments or suggestions or you found some of the things that I said are weird you can comment that sure um, no hard feelings uh, I will let the outro give you all the information about it. If, if you want to join the conversation by all means let me know we can set up one a day to do an interview or just really to have fun while we talk and share different ideas and thoughts about relationships thank you so much stranger keep safe keep happy and happy dating see ya bye hey stranger this isn't a one-way conversation, so join me and let me know what you think. Send me an email at leenotegami at gmail.com. That's L-I-N-O-T-E-G-A-M-I at gmail.com. Let's be updated with each other's lives and follow each other on Instagram. Look for at Lilith Star or L-I-L-I-T-H-S-E-R. Let me know if you like our discussions and if you like the show, so please do rate, leave a rating on your favorite streaming for this show. I'd love to hear from you in any way. Stranger, thank you so much for listening. Please keep healthy and see you on the next episode. My name is Lee and this is Decapitated Thoughts. <laughs>